How do you do? Miss Pandora Box feels it would be a little unkind to present this podcast without just a word of friendly warning. We are about to open Pandora's Box, a chaotic place where progressive thought meets intelligent discussion in a display of social and political commentary. It is one of the strangest tales ever told. It deals with the musings of a powerful creature, a sexually liberated woman. I think it will enlighten you. It may shock you. It might even offend you. So, if any of you feel that you do not care to subject your nerves to such a strain, now's your chance to, uh, well, we warned you. If you have any complaints after listening to this podcast, by all means, please, feel free to leave them at the corner of fuck you and go fuck yourself. Hello everyone, and welcome to Pandora's Box. On today's episode, I will be discussing several issues. I am issuing a content warning for today's episode because I will be talking about gun violence, police brutality, and domestic abuse. Please forgive me if I lose my composure. I will make an effort to stay professional, but that's the only promise I can make. The United States has a gun culture so extreme that it is a global outlier. There are 120 guns for every 100 Americans, according to the Switzerland-based Small Arms Survey, or SAS. No other nation on Earth has more civilian guns than people and it is estimated that Americans own 46% of the world's civilian gun cash. Even as we grow more desensitized to the obvious problem, many Americans hold their right to keep and bear arms as sacrosanct. They think it's too valuable to be interfered with. And people will blame gun violence on mental illness, porn, violent video games, and most insulting of all, pulling Christianity out of our schools. I had an encounter with a man who was likely deeply disturbed because he proceeded to rant about how school shootings happen because we teach our kids about the Big Bang and evolution which he said were, and I quote, falsities meant to reject the one true Lord and Savior and to condemn our children to the lake of fire. I am not a licensed mental health professional, and I am not making a diagnosis of any kind in this situation. But there is something fundamentally wrong with someone. If they believe that a man in the sky will stop gun violence. We haven't even started to process the mass shootings in Buffalo and Uvalde. And in, on June 1st at a hospital in Tulsa, Oklahoma, we had a mass shooting. And since then, we've had countless others. And if I hear one more politician repeat their empty talking points of scapegoating in thoughts and prayers, I'm going to scream. 
I am legally barred in my state from owning a firearm because I was hospitalized for mental illness. And I think that's perfectly fair. It should not be as easy as it is in this country for people to obtain a lethal weapon. And it sure as hell should be impossible for people who have no business even looking at a firearm to obtain one. And let me t say this right now. If you can listen to someone talk about how the bodies of children were so horribly mutilated by exit wounds created by bullets fired from a weapon of war, that their shoes were how they were identified, and you still reject every single measure intended to stop that from repeating because your right to own the weapon that caused it is more important than the life of a child to be happy and live. You have no soul. There's a reason why nothing has been done in spite of people demanding common sense gun laws. Our politicians don't have common sense and they have deep pockets filled with money from card-carrying hoplophiles. Hoplophile, for those of you who may not know, is a word meaning someone with an irrational love of or fetish for weaponry, especially firearms. It's a sophisticated way of calling someone a gun nut. And I'd like to point out that if cops can murder people for having a gun, we don't actually have the right to bear arms. Speaking of cops... I have to bring up the topic of police brutality because if the brazen act of cowardice in Uvalde has taught us anything, it's that people really have no idea what the police are actually for. Police brutality is an issue that needs to be discussed because we have so many people in this country who believe that the police are here to protect us. I'm about to ruin so many people's day. According to a SCOTUS ruling, police have no legal obligation to protect or serve the public in spite of what they will repeat on an endless loop. They also have a right to kill people if they feel threatened, which basically gives them a hunting license and makes it open season on the rest of us. Cops have an a history of being disproportionately violent towards marginalized groups of people, including black, brown, indigenous, melanated people, disabled people, LGBTQ plus people, unhoused people, sex workers, people who live in poverty, people who struggle with drug addiction, and people who are mentally ill or unstable. Many people who have been brainwashed by propaganda will legitimately believe that these people deserve to be abused because they must have done something wrong, that no innocent person is targeted by police. Both these statements are complete bullshit. I may be biased because of my own personal experience with law enforcement, but I don't have a very high view of them. I, I don't think the system is broken. I think it's working exactly as it was designed. It 
disenfranchises people who are deemed less than human by society. And I'm just saying, no one ever wrote a song called Fuck the Fire Department. The police in Uvalde, Texas, waited outside while elementary school children bled to death because they were afraid of being shot. Cops will leave children who probably haven't even hit puberty to die when someone is shooting up a school, but they'll murder an adult in cold blood over a busted taillight. Not to mention, according to two studies, 40% of cops have admitted to abusing their spouse or children in some way. And while I'm on the topic of abuse, we need to talk about the Depp v. Heard situation, or at least what I have observed during and after. Unfortunately, as much as I hate saying this, this situation is what drove me to stop referring to myself as a feminist. I saw so much toxicity from women who claim to be feminists, but display attitudes that demonize men and infantilize women. These women are so extreme in their feminism that they resort to misogyny to justify their misandry. I observed the evidence. I kept up with the situation. I formed my opinion based on the evidence. And I was dogpiled by misandrists for betraying my sister in her darkest hour. I supported Johnny Depp in this case because I know for a fact that even though male privilege is a thing, it doesn't mean that males can't be abused. Abuse really does have no gender. People supported Amber Heard solely because of her sex. Amber Heard weaponized her womanhood to deliberately ruin Johnny Depp's life. Now, this whole situation has Radfem saying that the verdict is a setback for women. Let me get this off my chest. I am sick and tired of women claiming that they speak for me as a female and as a survivor of abuse multiple times over. This is the same shit that I went through in school. Adults would have this condescending attitude of, you have autism, you don't know any better. And now it's other women telling me, you, you've been brainwashed by the patriarchy, you don't know any better. I do not share a female experience with anyone. My experience as a woman is mine and mine alone. If I want sisterhood, I will seek it. If I need help, I will ask for it. Until that day, I do not need people to speak on my behalf. I will speak for myself until I am no longer able to do so. <sighs> I should probably explain what my rejection of the feminist label means for me in terms of my beliefs. I am sure that for every extremist, there are so many more mainstream feminists who believe in equity, truth, and justice. And while I may no longer identify as a feminist, I will never reject my belief that everyone deserves to have a place at the table. Please 
share this episode and this podcast on social media. Thank you for tuning in and opening Pandora's box.